No pretense. You ask for sex, and they give it to you. But a cat house would seem like a church compared to this place. Your bottle, actually, she said. Fuck it, I said. We can drink all we want later. Without missing a beat, she set down the bottle, picked up my hand, and turned silently toward the staircase. I willingly followed her determined walk and flowing silk robe. This was the beginning of the end of ten years' anxiety. It seemed as if I'd barely been away. Right now, nothing seemed less relevant than my time away from her. But I did have that time, and I had to remember that. I had to remember the futile years of trying to ignore this hidden life, with Melinda and this extravagant house standing at the center I had to remember why I was here. Why was I here? What if I did like it? Liking it, living it, had been the whole point. I was back now, and it was time to unlearn compassion and let Melinda take me again. We climbed the staircase to her bedroom, ten years since it had been our bedroom, and yet it looked exactly the same to me. Perhaps it would always be our bedroom. Melinda dropped my hand and turned to face me. She stepped back and looked into my eyes as she untied her robe and let it fall to the floor. I was amazed at her perfection. Though life had left its many marks on my body, she was just as I remembered. Flawless, still possessing all the curves and textures of a 19-year-old showgirl. She unbuttoned my shirt, and in a moment I too was naked. Melinda wrapped herself around me. I lifted her onto the bed, the raw heat rising inside of me. It was exactly as I remembered. I ran my hands along her thighs, stopping short of the cleft of her. Her nipples were hard and brown. I took one between my teeth, one between thumb and finger, and bit and pinched with exacting pressure. Melinda cried out but did not move to stop me. She was open beneath me, ready. It was time. I licked and tasted her until her legs quivered on the brink. I stopped short of her orgasm and lay on top of her, breathing in the intermission. Finally, I pushed into her. She climaxed in waves, acute bursts of pleasure. I was close behind, teetering on that exquisite edge. Melinda sensed this as I knew she would and stopped all her motion. At once, my imminent climax was completely in her control. She slid from beneath me, and sat up on the side of the bed. She opened the nightstand drawer. I waited, trembling, as she extracted a stainless steel tray and, with slick efficiency, prepared the injection. The glowing black fluid filled the syringe. My hardness raged. I swallowed against it all, my throat dry. At that moment, it was impossible for me to understand how I had stayed away from this drug. We called it the tick for all those years. 
I had never heard of it outside this room and had never looked for it elsewhere. Somehow I knew that it existed nowhere but here. This place was as much a part of the tick as I, moments before, had been a part of Melinda. She lived here in a desert oasis with it, and the whole scene had always been one great, indivisible, seductive, eternal entity to me. I had once believed that I could escape it by running. Now I had run back and was going to try to escape another way. Melinda tapped the needle of the syringe with a long red fingernail. The sexual tension and my own anticipation had my heart nearly beating out of my chest. My bloodstream was primed to rush the drug to my brain. Melinda turned, ready with the needle. I closed.